I just have a few thoughts I want to share. Um, I'm not going to take a long time. That's not the purpose of this morning, but I want to tell you a story to start out. There was a, a young man who got saved, and um, he was really excited about being a believer, and um, he was attending church on a regular basis, and uh, he was growing in his faith. And um, the pastor challenged them one Sunday morning about um, serving and giving uh, all of themselves to the Lord. And so this young man went home that afternoon and he wrote down on a sheet of paper all the things that he wanted to do for the Lord. He had two columns. These are the th- one column was, these are the things I want to do for the Lord. And the other column was, these are the things I don't want to do. And so the next Sunday, the pastor gave an invitation and he came down front and he brought his piece of paper with him and he laid it on the altar and he gave it to the Lord. And he went back to his seat um, at the conclusion of the service and he sat down he had no peace at all. And so he just couldn't figure it out and he kept attending church and kept being faithful and that in the back of his mind was that list. And um, so one Sunday as the pastor was teaching, he, he started adding to the list. And so he added on the side of the things he wanted to do for the Lord. And, and then he added on the side of the things that he didn't want to do. He didn't want to do these things. And so they had another altar call and the young man came down and he took his piece of paper with him. And he laid it on the altar and he prayed and he went back to his seat no peace he just wasn't getting the peace that he was longing for and so he went to the pastor and he said pastor I've really been enjoying your series and on personal growth and he said I I made this list and he showed the pastor the list and on one side were the things that he was willing to do for the Lord and on the other side were the things he he really didn't want to do and and he said, Pastor, do you, do you have any thoughts about that? And the pastor looked up at him and he said, yes, son, I do. He said, my thought is this, that you would take a sheet of paper and sign your name at the bottom and bring it to the altar and say, Lord, whatever it is you want me to do, that's what I'll do. So instead of the paper looking like this, with I wills and I wants, the paper would look like this. And at the bottom of the sheet of paper would be my name, Thad Blunt. Lord, I'm willing to do whatever it is you want me to do. You know, there are givers and there are takers in life. You're, you're bent to one or the other. And I'm sure there have been times in your life where you've been more of a giver than a taker. Um, but where are you right now? Are you more of a giver or more of a taker? Why don't you take your Bibles and go to Revelation 22. I just want to show you just one verse and... Actually, one word. <laughs> um, when I was in college, I would say I was a learner and a taker. And I remember um, when we showed up at Southeastern, um, we had to have a student ministry. Well, when I showed up on campus, I was 17 years old. I graduated from high school, and my dad said, you're either going to college or going to work you make your choice. I thought, well, college sounds all right. And he said, I want you to go to Bible college for a year. And I'd been to Southeastern a couple of times. Long story short, I ended up at Southeastern. 
And one of the requirements was that you would have a quote-unquote student ministry. I thought, okay, what does that involve? And I have to be honest with you, at the time, my mind wasn't, I'm giving myself to the Lord. My mind was, I have to fulfill this assignment. And my first, my first uh, ministry assignment was at Eastside Baptist Church. I don't know if any of you are familiar. Eastside Baptist Church, um, I, didn't even, I didn't attend the church. <laughs> um, I was going to um, Mickey Park's church over in, in uh, Shades Mountain Bible. I was going to that church. And, uh, but um, I had to have a student ministry and, and to be honest with you, I didn't want to wade through what I looked like a forest over there at Shades Mountain Bible. I'm like, I'd never get in here. No way. So um, I had a friend of mine, Kevin Ritter, and he said, hey, Thad, come to Eastside Baptist. You can fulfill your student ministry. I'm like, well, okay. He said, because you have to have it. And so we showed up on a Wednesday night, and we were working with these kids. And I can't remember the program. All I can remember was that it was a drudgery to me. I didn't really want to go. The only reason I was going was to fulfill the requirement. You know, because at the end of the semester, you had to fill out this sheet of paper that said, I did all this stuff. And so, I don't know that I really recognized then that that's what it was for me, but that's all it really was. And so, um, I get through school. I graduate in 1988. And I have to be honest, I think even during those years, I, I don't, I think if I was really honest in my evaluation, as I've thought about it, I was just doing ministry stuff. It was just work. And um, I didn't even know that wasn't the right attitude <laughs> until later on. And um, I didn't really that, know that at the time that wasn't really what it was about. It wasn't about me signing up for any ministry. It, it was about the Lord wanted my life. He wanted me to give my life to him completely. Like sign that sheet of paper and on the bottom say, Fab Blunt, I'll do whatever. I'll never forget when it hit me. I was at Faith Chapel. I was attending Faith Chapel and George was the pastor. And, and um, I remember, uh, I don't remember the title of the message, but I remember he's talking about this same thing. And, and I was like, because uh, you know, you, when you go to Southeastern, you've heard every speaker there is, right? And, and they all say pretty much the same thing. But, but it's like that particular Sunday, I remember sitting there going, I'm not doing that. All it was was about just showing up and, and doing something. It was work. And I'm like, well, that's not the way it's supposed to be. And I remember going home and, and I remember confessing that to the Lord and like, Lord, my heart isn't right. I need to be right. And I remember weeping beside my bed and saying, Lord, whatever it is you want me to do, I'm going to do it. However you want to use me. I'm just, I'm just, just, I'm just an available person. Not sure what it is that, that I can do, but but I want to do it. And I remember going to the youth pastor at the time and um, I started teaching at Parkway Christian in 1989 in the fall. And I remember going to the youth pastor that was at Faith Chapel at the time and in my mind, because I was teaching senior high and junior high at Parkway, I was like, I really want the senior high, right? I mean, I just wanted the senior high. I, I, I'm just being honest and, and my attitude in that wasn't really right. But I was like, okay, but that's not it. That's not it. I just want to serve, and I remember going to him, I said, I just want to serve. I don't care if, you, if it's in senior high or junior, I don't care where, I just want to serve the Lord. And so he gave me junior high. <laughs> but I had Amanda Morange. She was one of my junior high kids. And um, I remember, though, that was the first time in my Christian life that I could, look, looking back and thinking about that this week, that I could say I honestly was in it 
for the right reason. You know, does that make sense? In other words, I, I, had, I had come to the point where I said, Lord, whatever it is you want me to do, I'll do it. And, and now if you'd given me the choice, I'd rather have senior high. But the youth pastor said, that I really need you to be in junior high. And that's what I did. I don't know where you are, right? I, I, I have no idea. But I know that as a believer in Christ, we go through periods of times of self-evaluation. That's true. We do that. So the question becomes, if you're evaluating, have an opportunity to evaluate yourself, would you say you're more of a giver or more of a taker? Have you given, truly signed that, that paper and, and said, Lord, whatever it is you want me to do? You know, there's examples in the scriptures of so many givers, but you know, the greatest giver of all is our Lord. When you think about some of the verses that apply, and I just wanted to give you a couple. I'm not supposed to have a long time, so this is very difficult for me. So I'm just going to give you just a couple of things to think about. Some of the verses that talk about, and you know these verses. John 3.16 says, the Lord's a giver. For God so loved the world that he what? He gave. <laughs> so then I go to Romans chapter 6, verse 23. For the wages of sin is death. But do you know the next phrase in that? But the free what? Gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord well even Jesus himself and we don't have time to go into the complete setting but but Jesus is having um, a discussion with his disciples and his disciples are making requests and one wants to sit on the right and one wants to sit on the left in his kingdom you remember in Mark ten forty five, and and so you, you come to that verse and Jesus says to them for even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve. Now, how many of you know the last part of that verse? But to serve and to what? To give his life as a ransom for many. So I'm thinking, all right, really the Lord's our example. He gave. He's the perfect example. He gave. And he gave all of himself. And when you think about it, if you have some time this afternoon, and think about this, he gave himself for you. There's only one person for you pretty awesome when you think about it well in the last book of the bible in revelation the 22nd chapter and i'll end with this but i really think it's a tremendous little uh, verse to think about this last chapter in the bible in revelation chapter 22 verses 8 and 9 says and i john am the one who heard and saw these things how many of you would agree that he saw some amazing things <laughs> right um, wow. And when I heard and saw, he says, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed me these things. And he said to me, being the angel, do not do that. I am a fellow, what? Servant of yours and of your brethren, the prophets, and of those who heed the words of this book. And then how does he close his message? Worship God. You know what that word worship means? This word worship that is used here in Revelation 22, verse 9. It means to bow down in submission. It means to give oneself to someone. And in this context, the angel is telling John to give himself to who? God. In fact, one theologian said... What, what the angel is telling John is to give himself, to give himself fully to the Lord. How many of you love 
If you're in Christ, you love your salvation. You love that? You love being saved? You know, one of those things that we read that George led and did a wonderful job, really appreciate that. Um, we live in an ever-changing world. We live in a world that the morality is spiraling downward so quick. And, and I think, well, Lord, you know, at one point in time in my life, I was just like every other person walking down that road of death. And by His grace, He rescued me. He saved me. And you know what? He didn't save me to serve myself. He saved me so I could serve Him. And so I could give myself completely to Him. So when I think about that illustration of that young man who was excited about growing in his relationship with Christ, I have to ask you this question. Because I was forced to deal with it myself this week. Have you given yourself, have you taken that sheet of paper and laid it on the altar and said, Lord, I give myself completely to you. You know, we could stand up here as workers, whether it's Andrea or whether it's David or any other ministry, and we can beg. I personally don't like that. You know, whether you're talking about serving in a ministry or giving to the Lord, you know, you can call me naive, you could call me all kinds of things, I guess, but this is kind of how I see it. If I give myself fully to the Lord, if I do, right, what the angel told John to do, if I bow in submission to the Lord and say, Lord, whatever it is you want me to do, I'll do, then you know what's going to happen? You're going to give. You're not only going to give of yourself in service to the Lord, but you're going to give to Him because you know that that money that you make is His. And so however He leads you to give it, you give. You know, one of the things we don't talk about here at Grace a lot is money. But I got to thinking this week as I was preparing for this morning, you know, it really isn't about the money. And it really isn't about the buildings. It really isn't about all these different ministries. You know what it's about? It's about me. It's about me individually giving myself fully to the Lord. It's about you individually giving yourself completely to the Lord and saying, Lord, whatever, whatever you want me to do, I'll do. That's what the Lord wants from us. For His honor and for His glory.